Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Jacob with Unleashing Intuition Secrets. Joined once again by Scott Bennett and Ron Partain. This is a nice little round table. Uh, thanks to Ron. Ron had had the dream round table. We were going to have Scott Ritter, but he couldn't make it. Um, we might have Alpha Warrior join us at some point. But uh, gentlemen, uh, thanks so much for coming in. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have both you guys individually or, in this case, in a uh, round table. It'll be at my going to be with you wrong pleasure uh pleasure's mine guys i uh you know you all are you all are some of the brightest minds out there uh and then you you know combining in your knowledge of uh just the world events but with your life experience i mean there's 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 nothing there's no better combination uh you know uh you know you you gentlemen are at the tip of the spears in in terms of you know my perspective very nice. Thank you. Thanks, gentlemen. So let's let's kick it off. Let's uh, let's go a little bit back in time. Let's go back to pre-COVID nineteen. Basically, the Chinese uh, are getting uh, or the Hong Kong people are getting a little bit out of hand uh, for the Chinese. Uh, America with Trump is basically pushing back on the Chinese dominance and sucking money out, and then using that money to spread it around the world, control politicians around the world, and governments around the world. Uh, so they came out with a bioweapon, bioweapon, basically, you know, to, to control people. Uh, and that, that came to America. And then of course we had the George Floyd, uh, you know, rioting, which kind of looks like the same thing that's happening again with the Palestinian, uh, soon to come rioting, I believe. But, uh, where do you guys see all of this going? You see Ukraine, you see, uh, you know, this new fake war that was created in Israel. What's what's going on? I'll let Ron start us off. Um, well, you know, I, I well, number one, you know, the first thing is I, I don't think that Americans truly have an understanding of what's going of the dynamic of between Taiwan and and China. You know, we have been taught really since birth that China and Taiwan are are our enemies and that China wants to dominate Taiwan and that Taiwan wants nothing to do with China but how much of that is their belief and how much of that is the United States belief and the American people's belief um as i understand it there's a there's there's a a, a fairly healthy and robust sense that uh, that those two actually might prefer to have unification as opposed to keeping segregation i i don't know the answer to that question because that's you know that's that's not my really my area of expertise but i have heard some very compelling uh arguments you know within the last several years that you know hey they actually probably would like to be more they would actually rather rather be unified more like very similar to like an east and west germany type thing um but uh, you know that's that's one dynamic that I don't think people really take into consideration, and it's all it's all because the history books in the United States could never be wrong. You know, 
you know, as they say, history is written by the winners, but history's that was, you know, that's, that's for an older generation. That doesn't happen today because we're all noble people, right? We, we, we don't, we don't engage in such uh, uh, chicanery, right? History's always been written by the winners. And, and in, in my opinion, history is written by people with an agenda to uh, cultivate a belief set and a mindset uh, for their population to go along with what the government wants to do. That's my two cents. All right. So they're, they're trying to, uh, we don't go along with that. And then they, they start these conflicts. Is that where, is that where you believe? I, I think so. I mean, I, well, I mean, well, there's a, in, in terms of, in terms of changing the mindset of people, there's nothing stronger than war. War is the number one uh, mechanism used by the elite to to uh, you know to have the the most robust change of a mindset of a people. Excellent point. Excellent point. And Scott, what what are your your what are your insights? Now, you're a well traveled man. You've been a um, you've been to Russia. You've been to Iran. Uh, you know the minds of the people. I've been to. I've been to Korea. South Koreans are like, we want to be unified. We don't know why we can't be. But, you know, there's a lot of that going on, just like you were talking about, Ron. The people, people are like, we don't even know why we're not together. It's like, uh, who, who's controlling this? What are your thoughts? Well, you're, you're, you're identifying a trend, uh, a psychological uh, cascading trend, uh, an, an evolution uh, that you see reflected in the creation of the BRICS institution, for example. BRICS didn't just pop up because they wanted to create something. It was it popped up. It was created because the United States was attempting to strangle Russia and and also China uh, with sanctions. And when you when you know you just start tightening the noose around their necks, they're gonna go, okay, we have to find an alternative way in order to live. And they did. They they created BRICS. And then before you know it, all the countries are running to join. There's a there's a fascinating phenomenon that's that's occurring, and that is the departure from the West. And I equate it to a spiritual darkening in the West that's reflected in their adoption of the homosexual, transgender, LGBT, wokeism, political correctness, safe spaces, blah 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 blah. All this garbage at the, and this effeminacy and all of this corruption of the sexual core. Uh, the family and marriage that doesn't exist in uh, other parts of the world it doesn't exist in China. I've been to Hong Kong. I've been to Taiwan. I've been to uh, you like to sit all over, and it doesn't exist. They're much more conservative in their family values, their sexual values, and I I, I studied this as the is the beginning or the end of a of a healthy society, and and you you see America uh, hardening and cracking and crumbling like a like a you know, a, or I say a better analogy is a sandcastle that's, you know, nice and sculpture, but now the rain's coming and the sandcastle is melting into a blob. That's what's happening to the United States. Hmm. And you have patriot communities and groups like uh, like us and, and the audience that watches this that are solidly embedded in their DNA and their consciousness of the Ten Commandments, natural law, the Constitution, and they're not non-interventionalists. We've evolved out of the brainwashing of the 9-11 propaganda. We have to go over and hate them first because they hate us. You know, we have to go over and destroy them because 
They want to destroy us. Well, who said that? What since when? No one said that. Uh, and Bush it, did. They hate us for our freedoms. Yeah, yeah, and the and the the uh, the uh, Afghani uh, Taliban, you know, were were uh, you know caused nine eleven. They had nothing to do with it. You know, in Iraq and on and on, the 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 destruction of the Middle East has turned the world against the United States, and it's it's taken a while, but that's what we're witnessing uh, right now. I think is the collapse of the institutions, and I I don't go too deep into the the why or the motivations. I just look at the facts. What are the predictive analytics that you can say, okay, this is what's going to be happening, and you see, I agree with you, uh, China. Is, has been doing quite an, a, a miraculous job as a soft power nation. We've lost all soft power. Soft power is influence operations, psychological operations, uh, you know, extortion operations. That's what the Mossad did to the United States by getting people like Lindsey Graham on videotape with little boys and other things like that. That's what they do with Hunter Biden and on and on. That's a form of coercive soft power. But we've lost all that soft power. We've lost diplomatic uh, ability. We're now this, uh, you know, crushing male fist that is looking to power the world. Well, the other thing is America doesn't have the military that we did, we did in the 1980s. In the 1980s, you'll know this well, uh, Mike, you had a manly military, all manly. There were no women, infantry or j fighter pilots or anything. It was all men. And they came from healthy families, intact families for the most part in the 1970s and early 80s. And you had a different army, different Marine Corps. Uh, everything was different. And you could fight two front wars and win. You can't now because besides the fact that they're all injected with the COVID-19 vaccine, which I anticipate when the Israelis go into combat, you're going to see a lot of people instantly die because of the heart arrhythmia that's caused when the adrenaline goes into the system. Yep. That's why athletes are dropping dead. The COVID-19 is going to wipe out a lot of Israeli soldiers the moment they, st they step forward on their mm. first boot into Gaza. Amen to that. Contractor but died. In, in uh, Iraq or whatever, when a drone attacked the base, he died of a heart attack. Isn't uh, isn't Israel one of the most, uh, didn't they have the highest? Compliance, like yeah. 90, it was like 98% or something like that. Yeah, and, and that's that's why they're saying, Mike Harris, one of my former CIA guy, it said they're going to set off a dirty bomb over uh, Gaza. They're going to set off a nuclear sort of thing. Iran may respond with a nuclear thing against uh, Israel that North Korea has given them. So this is about to turn into a real shit show. And the bottom line, Mike, is this. You've got uh, you've got Israel, Ukraine, and the United States on one side, and you've got Iran, Saudi Arabia, who are now friends, or at least they're not enemies. Turkey, Syria, Lebanon, Yemen, all of North Africa, Pakistan, India, Russia, China, North Korea, all on the side of Palestine and the Palestinian people. China's got warships moving up into the Mediterranean. So the U.S., if it's if it if it initiates a military issue, uh, sending in troops or doing a, a fake Jessica Lynch rescue rescue, which I anticipate. You're going to see Russian torpedoes that can travel halfway around the world and other S-500 uh, missiles fired from Iran or Syria. But you're going to have the whole U.S. fleet sunk at the bottom of the Mediterranean, I, I predict. 
because they're not playing around anymore. Russia's not going to play around in Ukraine. They're not going to play. They can't afford to to have Syria fall. They can't afford to have uh, Iran fall. The geopolitics is we either all stand together or we all, you know, hang together, right? We're hang together or we don't hang together. So they're going to guarantee that uh, an attack upon Russia is an attack upon China, Iran, North Korea, and an attack upon North Korea is the same. So that's a hell of a, a, a team to go against, right? And uh, we, we don't seem to have a clue. And I'll end it by saying I predict when they start the skirmish, uh, they're going to use that to justify a martial law police state in the United States. And that's their real objective is to crush and destroy and break down America using the hyper uh, sensationalism of we're at war and uh, we all, you know, free speech needs to be stopped. And, uh, you know, wokeism is the new religion. And uh, anybody uh, who disagrees needs to be put into an internment camp. I could I could see them doing that. The other front, of course, is going to be the invasion across the southern border. When all these third world immigrants come across the southern border, they're going to treat America like blacks treat a target in Michigan. They go in, they rape and pillage and ruin the shelves and steal everything they can. That's what their military age young men are plotting to do in America when they come in and are unleashed. They're not going to work at a country club or a hotel. No, they're going to come and grab everything off the shelves that they can and and rape and kill and uh, pillage. And I emphasize rape because these are savage banana republic, third world ignoramuses that, are, that can't speak to their own language. And they're coming in our country with an IQ of 100. I mean, these are mad dogs. And the, the you know, the other dominoes, you're going to see a rise of, of patriotic uh, militants in this country standing up saying, no more, we're, we're, we're going to fight this. We're, we're uh, cutting off federal government influence. We're, we're at war. This is a violation of a republic. So you're going to see a lot of internal domestic turmoil in the United States. Look at the Congress situation. They can't even get Jim Jordan elected, the most manly good guy that you would want as a speaker. You can't get him. That's the death of the Republican Party, and perhaps it's first to die. So there's a there's a lot of uh you know I just saw Roseanne Barr last night. She's a great comedian, but she just started on a rant, and she just started saying, "Look, because she's Jewish, she's like those of us that are are real Jews. <laughs> put that out there. Uh, do not subscribe to all those other Jews that are basically controlling, destroying the world." And then she just started dozens of people, said Mark Zuckerberg, Henry Kissinger, George Soros, uh, Ben Bernanke, Alan Greenspan, Janet Yellen, Anthony Fauci, and just on and on and on. I'm like, holy moly, finally, uh, a, a Jew is basically calling out the Nazis. <laughs> so, And she even talked about that. She even talked about the Nazis. So right. um, there's a lot of people that are starting to wake up. And I was like, I, I I've said that if, the Jewish community finally starts to push back on who the bad Jews are. And they're already doing that now. She's a great example. Uh, she's a comedian. She should say what she wants, right? <laughs> so uh, it's, it's, it's happening. What do you think, Ron? You know, um, a couple of things. So, you know, y'all know that I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I have some fairly strong opinions about, uh, you know, 1930s Germany and, um, but you know, even with my strong opinions, I still do not ever plant a flag and defend that hill, you know, to the death because 
I, I feel like there's so much information that has not yet come come out that I don't know. And I, I am open to the idea that that the 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 Nazi Party was one of the biggest call it Jewish fakes out there that ever that ever 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 occurred. Wow. Um, I mean, you know, when you look at the Pike Mazzini letter, uh, you know, my opinion of the Pike Mazzini letter and all of this, you know, the three world wars, that was all part of the Greater Israel Project. You know, when you look at when you look at the Israeli flag, you've got you've got it's a white it's a white field with two blue horizontal stripes and then the Star David. Well, the top blue stripe is the river is is the Euphrates River and the bottom lower stripe is the Nile River and basically everything in between. That was basically it was all about the the Greater Israel Project and that was one of the reasons why Israel really wanted us to go in and invade Iraq in 2003 because they they're, they're trying to realize the Greater Israel Project. Well, um, and 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 they are they have been very willing to kill their own people to do that. You know, I I I read the book, um, two books by a guy named Jack Bernstein, and one of them was um, an American Jew who migrated to Israel, and he said that uh, uh, he literally the it was the the title of the book was. Um, my life in racist Marxist Israel, and then the second book was my fair a farewell to Israel, the thorn of the Middle East, and he told a story in there that I, was extraordinarily interesting, a thing that I had never heard. He said that during the 1973 war, uh, which I think was the Yom Kippur War, he said that uh, um, when when the IDF was in contact with forces either um israel or excuse me um egyptian forces in the south or um syrian forces in the north that whenever the syrian or, or egyptian forces would overrun a position what they would do is they would take they would take the uh they would take the idf soldiers and if they were ashkenazi they'd execute them if they were Sephardic, they would render aid and, uh, you know, they would render aid to these guys, take them as prisoners of wars and, and feed them like they would the guards, treat them almost like brothers. Wow. So, uh, and I, when I, when I read that, my eyes like freaking bugged out of my head. I was like, oh my God. So, so even there, uh, and, and and part of the book that he talked about because he was a uh, you know as an American he was Ashkenazi but he when he when he went over to Israel to to migrate there to live there because that was the calling hey there's a new there's now a Jewish homeland all Jews of the world come to Israel and uh, and and populate it and when he got over there he's like man this place is like communism he's like what the heck what the heck is going on lest lest we forget that Israel was essentially populated by Bolsheviks, Hitler, and, you know, as I, you know, and, and the, uh, um, the, uh, but, and the Ashkenazi, a lot of people don't realize that in order to be Semitic, you have to be descended from Shem. Well, Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, right? So 
the line of Christ came through the firstborn, which was Shem. Well, the Ashkenazis are descended from Japheth. Therefore, there's no possible way in hell that they could be considered Semitic people because they're not descended from the line of Shem. And they are, they, they call themselves Jacob, which is, I mean, they, they call themselves Jews, just like, you know, what was it uh, in, in, Revel, in Revelation? You know, you, uh, uh, um, you know, you, uh, synagogue, synagogue of Satan, the, those who claim to be Jews who are not. And, uh, you know, and the, the people in Israel, the, the, you know, the Semitic people of Israel, they, uh, the, 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 much more of the religious people of Israel. I mean, it, Israel was on the, on the cusp of a, of a civil war not too long ago. And it was really these two, these two sec segments of, of the population that were, that were fighting amongst each other. And, you know, and I truly believe that there's a lot of good people in Israel, uh, but there's also some, there's a lot of the really bad people in Israel. And if you look at the Pike Mazzini letter and you look at a lot of other things, I, I mean, they have been willing to, to kill their own. And that was kind of where I was going when I was talking about 1930s Germany and the perpetuation of, you know, the Holocaust and all this other stuff. They literally were willing to kill their own people in order to gain the uh the the land of palestine for their for themselves and um uh let's see the um but but it, it, with the third world war uh in the pike mazzini letter was all about the destruction of israel and 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 the uh the the christians and the muslims fighting each other and i don't see that i'll tell you honestly in my travels to the middle east I have had only affection and uh, uh, respect and, uh, uh, I mean, a joy expressed to me when I speak in Iran or Lebanon or elsewhere. And it's authentic because I'm mm -hmm. as a peacemaker. And they recognize, you know, when I'll say, you know, biblical quotes and stuff like that, and I'll talk about vengeance is mine, save the Lord, I shall repay mm -hmm is repaying what's been done to these Muslim peoples by the United States with the cursing of the United States. How in the name of God do you explain the LGBT transgender phenomenon plague other than that? It's right. a virtual curse upon this country. Mm -hmm. Fat, lazy simpletons who squat in their churches and just swing on a hammock and think, oh, well, you know, we uh, Christian Zionism, that other whole brainwashing thing. Uh, you know, the Middle East Muslim peoples are not antagonistic Christians, nope. they come up to me, Mister Bennett. What you're saying is in Quran, and they're delighted. Mm -hmm. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. So that I, I'm, I've been on press TV. I'm on Iranian TV live. On the Americas, do you have live on Iranian TV? Right, and they don't ever tell me what I what to say or not say. And I, I, I've said this is going to unite every Muslim country and person against Israel for its genocide actions against women and children. And it will unite Christians mm -hmm. on the Muslim side because of the destruction of churches and our natural antagonism against genocide. The other thing to watch, you see Ben Shapiro, you see Sebastian Gorka, you see all of these Jewish Zionist neocons who Trump was stupid enough to, to let into his cabinet. They are now on, you know, yelling and and cursing at Americans, calling them cretins, mm -hmm. well, stupid, 
if they don't see this war as their war. Meaning right. if you don't send money to Israel, if you don't enlist in the military and go fight these wars, you're stupid. I couldn't believe the words I was hearing from Sebastian Gorka, but I thought you're showing your true colors. And Amen. America is going to see these Jewish, Zionist, Ashkenazi, Gorka's a Hungarian Jew, uh, when they start spinning at Americans, Shapiro spinning at Tucker Carlson, mm -hmm. Americans are going to go, whoa, and it's going to trigger a backlash against these Jewish Zionist neocons like we've never seen before. And I'll, I'll say this too. You don't see the LGBT homosexual rainbow flag gay parades in Tehran or Russia or China. You do see it in Tel Aviv, and you do see it pushed by Jews in America the Southern Poverty Law Center, the ACLU, and all this other stuff. I see traditional family values in Muslim people and cultures. I also see it in Sikhs and Hindus and Asians. But this this whole Jewish push, well, that's where all of the corruption and the corrosion has happened in America. And, uh, I mean, we can go on and on on the, on, the, on the treason, but I see a backlash coming. And I could also see the Mossad doing the same thing that they did in Iraq. They set off false flag attacks in, in Europe and America, claiming to have been done by Hamas. And it's Jewish Mossad doing it. And That's Sebastian right. Gorka also said, I didn't know this, Sebastian Gorka said he was an expert witness at the Boston Marathon bombing. Ooh, I did Boston not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. And he said he was an expert witness. I said, ah, you son of a bitch. So he was saying, oh, I was an expert witness, and I explained why the Sonarev rode in blood in the boat, and, and they set off the bomb, and I saw necks being hacked. I did, too. I saw a lot of that stuff, and it ain't fun. But Gorka and these other Jewish neocons that are near Trump were the ones who completely lied about Boston, about the all these attacks, Charlie Hebdo and all this stuff, to whip up this anti-Islamic uh warmongering and i'll tell you this too if trump gets on this bandwagon which he's stupidly done as well as marjorie taylor green rand paul jim jordan all of these people in washington have suddenly oh we'll send all the money we're going to send to ukraine now to israel this is going to be the destruction of the death of the republican party because the american people are going are you out of your minds yep we are right. we're done with that for 20 years and you think you're going to go and and spend this on another war it, it, it's it's going to be a backlash in America like we've never seen. And uh, I see us getting our asses kicked like we've never been kicked before uh, by uh, Russia, China, and Iran in the Mediterranean. The expulsion of CENTCOM from Qatar. All of these Muslim countries are united like never before. And uh, we're, we're going to have to watch the seat. Go ahead. I wanted to, I wanted to share this. Uh, uh, I wanted to share a picture here real quick. Uh, um, let me do this here. Uh, share, share screen. The other thing to mention, Mike, while he's bringing it up, is the Nakba. People need to know that the Israelis, the Jews, when they went into Palestine in 1947-48, they were blowing up the King David Hotel by the British. Uh, Rahm Emanuel's dad was part of that terrorist group. They went around and killed all the Palestinian men and sent all the women and children to Gaza. They were Nazis. That's what the Jews did in Palestine, and they're, they've been doing it ever since. And uh, I saw a show where Scott Ritter talked about the, uh, the Havara agreement, and I did the research on that. I was like, whoa. So yeah. it's like Hitler started 
you know, the, the Jews into Palestine because he said they were having problems from the Jews around the world. They're like, you know, we don't like, you know, the way that, you know, Hitler and Germany is Nazis are going. So to, to assage them, uh, he's like, I'm going to like send all of the, we're going to send Jewish immigrants to, uh, to Palestine. And that's, that's kind of where, you know, it came from the, uh, the Nazis basically started, uh, Palestine. And now, now, Ron, you had a, a really good term for ISIS. And I, I heard you say that on, on Nino's corner when mm-hmm. you were talking with him, uh, I want you to share that. What, what, Israeli, what is Israeli secret intelligence service? And I, you know, I, when I was in, uh, Pakistan, we had uh, John McCain come through and he was going to basically supply weapons to the Syrian counter, you know, insurgency against, you know, the, the regime there. And then we see pictures later of, uh, cause I, I, I worked all over the place in the Middle East for the CIA. And I remember going back to, uh, Iraq and of course, al-Baghdadi was a real problem. I was like, why don't we take this guy out? Like what's going on? Uh, so uh, it's it's very interesting because now uh, BD says that uh, Hamas, which was formed by Israel to fight the PLO, uh, are are yeah for, formed for Israel purpose, you know, to fight the PLO. And uh, now we have uh, BD saying, oh, you know, they, they we just found ISIS flags uh, among Hamas. It's like, oh, you found Israeli intelligence flags there. It's like, okay, right. Well, can you guys see the poll on my on my screen here? Yeah, yeah that's crazy. I saw this earlier. Oh my god! So, I mean, so w- when I'm looking at this, you know, the 65 plus guys, those are the guys that are that are they're television watchers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, you know, they're not their 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 mind is made up based on what they're what what they're seeing on television. 50 to 64. Uh, probably a little bit of that, but but you're starting to get into the people who are still on the internet. 35 to 49 and 18 to 34 that's the vast majority of those people they're getting their news uh not from the television but more from uh uh you know things that they're seeing on the web social media and whatnot and you know we are seeing a very we're seeing a shift in support for that little sliver of land in the uh in the eastern mediterranean you know, and people are starting to wake up to the realities of what I think the true nature of what they were supposedly, uh, you know, what they were created for. And I think that, that that's one of the reasons why they're really trying to rush and get this thing done. It's like, we, we got to do this while we can, while we have at least some semblance of support, because the support is starting to wane significantly. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, that's just, I, I just thought that was very interesting. Yeah. And so I think, I think John, John McCain was actually, they, they, they released a video, John McCain with al-Baghdadi. Yeah. And so, um, you know, that's, that's part of the, you know, the, the big Nazi system of the U S China and, you know, there's, there's elements throughout the world. I think that are basically, uh, you know, the Scazzeri mafia type that have infiltrated the top branches of, of the political class. Now, when we go, obviously, I think the Soviet Union at one time was basically part of their uh, control system. Uh, and then the Russian people rose up and threw it off. So that's what we need to see around the world. So we're seeing that in that poll you're, you're talking about right there. People are waking up to this lie. Now, my concern is they're going to use that to 
fire people up to like start to riot and cause problems and then the military is going to move in and uh shut down the cities and i don't know what do, what do you guys think about that well you know I, a friend of mine was in texas who did uh, a january 6th film uh chris Bergard, and he was with a, a veteran uh and the texas guard on the texas border issue and he said scott a national guard woman you know, cave. The National Guard stepped in after the Texas Guard were doing uh, operations and stuff. And he said, I never thought I could be convinced that uh, American soldiers would put their guns against other Americans until I saw this female National Guardsman who stepped in and started trying to take command of everything, tell us what to do, nasty, you know, all this. And he said, this was the National Guard, not the Texas Guard, and I thought, you know, you've got a woke military. You have angry uh, feminists, you know, anti-white, anti-Christian, lesbians, get sexual schizophrenic. Their whole mindset is about destroying the traditional values and families in America. You, you see that when they go to the, you know, Charlie Kirk uh, College campuses, you see some of the most disgusting, demoniac lunatics uh, you know, wearing wigs and pretending they're women and stuff. It's very significant because they're in positions of the military. And I could very easily see uh, them being mobilized to go after Trump supporting conservatives and, uh, you know, call them domestic terrorists. And I think here's what's going to be a trigger to that, Mike. They have gagged Donald Trump in two courts. Uh, the most recent one was the the judge, the guy who uh, you know showed his face and they criticized him for smiling. I can't remember what his name was, but the guy, that judge, that man, uh, gagged Trump, said he violated the gag order. I said all this was going to happen, and charged him five thousand dollars, and said any more, and you could be fined and including being imprisoned. They are going to say he violated a gag order in the future. They are going to throw Donald Trump in prison, and I think they're going to kill him and claim, oh, he just died of COVID or something. But I predict the left is not a political party anymore. It is a cult. It is a cult. It is a Bolshevik, revolutionary, woke group of Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde madmen who are so full of hatred of themselves that they're, they're consumed with lust and violence. And they are going to uh, wage a, a destruction revolution in America like they did in Kenosha, Wisconsin. You know, the Black Lives Matter, that mad fury. They are going to unleash that and uh, pretend it's, you know, I, I guarantee you they're going to throw Trump in jail. They're probably going to kill him. And then they're going to set off false MAGA people to set off. Oh, MAGA is going ballistic because Donald Trump died. Uh, in a jail cell, and now they're causing revolution and uh, sedition like they did on January 6th. So now we've had to break out the National Guard, suspend all elections, confiscate rights until, you know, the new chancellor is uh, uh, put in. And and people have actually talked about Chancellor Obama being uh, appointed. This yeah. country is about to go off the cliff in a way that we've never had the imagination to see. Now the question becomes, what are the patriots going to do? I think they're going to rise up and uh, you're going to inevitably have going to have a civil war, a revolutionary war, a renaissance war, an English civil war. We've had civil wars in society for thousands of years. We're about to have another one. 
and you're going to have Patriot, especially if there's a you know fiat fiat currency crash, and all this other stuff starts popping, and they assassinate Biden too, and put Gavin Newsom in, uh, you're going to have Patriots rise up, and I think you're going to have uh, uh, a, you know a bloodshed like we've never seen before as they take control of their communities. That's the other thing. The continental United States is probably going to break up into controlled regions and factions. New York is going to be a shithole. Chicago, shithole. Uh, uh, you know, Oregon, Portland, shithole. But you're going to have other parts of America that say, okay, we're done with all this wokeism and all this left. No, we're not going to give jurisdiction to the FBI, ATF, or anything like that. And finally, remember when they imprisoned the Japanese in 1942? The Supreme Court ruled later that was unconstitutional. When they come and try and imprison or put into a camp an American Christian or a Trump supporter or a conservative, that's when people stand up and say, no, you don't have the authority. It's already been ruled unconstitutional when you did it to the Japanese and you're not doing it to us. No, you're not going to force us to get a COVID jab or do a registration or take us off and put us in a camp or something like that. I predict that's going to happen, too. People are going to stand up on their on their uh, on their grounds and defend and you're going to have. You're going to have bloodshed. I, I I can't see a way around it. Not because conservatives want to, but because the left has become so fanatical, they are incapable of stopping and reasoning. Probably because they're, they've been lobotomized by the COVID-19, but they're incapable of stopping and reversing, which means it's going to be when a mad dog starts coming into your back, backyard to get in your window, it's time to go out and kill it. And I think conservatives are oiling themselves up for in preparation for that. Hello, this is Michael Jaco. If you want to learn more on how to unleash your own intuition, go to michaelkjaco.com, unleashingintuition.com, where you can find my courses on how to become the master of your own reality. I agree. Well, you know, conservatives are the hibernating bear, all right? We do not want to fight. We don't want to fight. We know what war is like. We don't want to participate in war. But they're going to push and push and push and push and push. And when the uh, and when that hibernating bear comes out of its slumber, you are not going to get that bear to go back to sleep until the threat is gone. Yeah. And you just take the registered gun owners in any state just about, I know definitely in Texas and Florida, and just in one of those states, there's more gun owners than there are by far in the whole military. Do, do you know what state has one state, most yeah. registered gun? You know, you know what state has the most gun owners in it than any other state? Registers Texas. No? Vermont. California. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Those liberals better watch out there. Better better go hide in those cities. Hey, Huntington uh, Beach, the <laughs> county of Huntington Beach declared it was a, a jab-free, mask-free county. Wow. They're not getting jabs or they're not wearing masks in Huntington Beach. Ooh, they're yeah. out of service. California. California is, uh, the reason I know this is because 25% of registered gun owners in California don't vote. And, and I mean, I'm, and I understand why they're apathetic. It's like, what the yeah. fuck do we vote for? It doesn't, know. It doesn't do any good. I, I'm, and unless our system changes, I'm done with voting. It's like, it's, it's useless. Everybody's like, well, you gotta, you gotta make an effort. It's like, 
it's like what the last few times and teach everybody the system broke come on so so uh you know, you know scott um ritter actually i was watching one of the one of the interviews that he had done uh i think he did it on redacted and he said something in there that i wanted to ask him about today and he said that the mil that the that the israeli military is terrified they're weak oh yeah they're not as good as they as the uh Yep. as everybody thinks they are, and they are terrified. And I wanted to ask him about that, but since with without, since he's not here today, I'm going to ask you guys if yep. you have any idea what he meant by that. Go, go ahead, Scott. Well, the, the uh, Palestinian people and the Lebanese people and these other people that have been tortured, brutalized, raped, and pillaged and had their mothers and fathers and sons and daughters and sisters uh, killed or imprisoned by the Israelis have quite a swelled up boiling rage that's been growing in, you know, for generations. And uh, they, they've been waging war against oppressors. And, and this, is, this animates their consciousness. Israel, uh, if you've got a 90% vaccination rate, that's the other thing. I've said before, they're all going to just fall down dead uh, or be debilitated. They're not combat ready. And they're a policeman. And they're, it, Ritter's point was these are all conscripts that have been put in place that have had, you know, like you have a you have a two-year service or one-year service or something. And then you, you go and you live your life in Tel Aviv and the gay agenda or Israel or whatever. But these are... These are hardened warriors have nothing to lose. In fact, they've been they've been so maltreated that uh, they're they're itching for a fight, and they have all of their underground tunnels, and they have all of their their weaponry from uh, Iran, Turkey, and all of the Muslim clerics are going to be giving calls to jihad, saying if you go to Gaza and fight, you will get to paradise. You will avoid the torments of the grave, which is the key to uh, recruiting a lot of these uh, uh, hopeless young Muslim men into becoming suicide bombers because they, they're taught they get a free ticket to heaven. They avoid the torments of the grave, which is a, sort of an agony uh, uh, purgatory in Islamic tradition. You avoid all that if you go and fight in jihad and blow yourself up. You instantly get 72 virgins and nine prepubescent boys. Mm. So that's the next uh, dime to drop is the religious justification for going to war. So Israel is afraid because it can't endure urban warfare. It's incited the entire Muslim world around it. America is broke. America is not going to get behind this, and no European country is going to get behind it. And you've got Russia, China, Iran, Pakistan, Iraq, Syria. You've got the whole Muslim world now uh, preparing to go in and defend women and children in, in, in the worst public relations war Israel could ever do, and they're incapable of looking at this with a with a detachment and a reason they're incapable of backing out so i think they're going to go all in but yet they're going to lose the entire poker game as a result yeah i i totally agree and uh you know i've been to all the all the surrounding countries of israel and uh if if they really wanted to they could take israel fairly quickly so i agree with the the assessment i, I Ritter was talking about you know how they basically bombed the hell out of that place there, it's going to be difficult to drive anything in there. That's that's the stupidest thing. I I was like, why are they doing that? They should go in there right now and go house to house and clear. And uh, you know, of course, you got underground. There's there's ways to handle the underground stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So you got to you got to do all of it. They're not trained for that. Uh, the last time they went up against these guys, I think up uh, maybe 
Lebanon or something. Uh, they they got spanked pretty good and they backed 2006, off. 2006. There you go. That's it. That was it. And uh, they, I was like, I can't believe these guys just got spanked and no one sees this. They're not any better now. In fact, they're way worse. Like you just talked about, Scott. They're all vaccinated uh, and their wokeism is strong there. And, you know, for 19 weeks, I think it was, they basically were protesting to get rid of BB. And that's why they started this war. Yes. So they, they you know, when all this fell, they're going to they're gonna take you to war. And that's what they did here. And, uh, you know, that they're not going to, they're not getting support. Americans are not on board with this at all. And Europeans right. are like, screw you guys, you know. You so know, it's, it's not looking good for them. The other piece to watch, and no one talked about this, but the Russians exposed it. The Russians exposed that the U.S. was transferring all of its biochemical weapons laboratories from Ukraine down to Africa. Mm-hmm. When they reported that, that's when this war kicked off. Oh, wow. What are they doing now down in Africa? Are they going to try and genocide and wipe out, you know, the North African Muslim nations or whatever? But that was significant. The U.S. biochemical labs from Ukraine are now being moved down to Africa, probably Africa Command. Yeah, well, yeah, and it was all, it was right there. Um, so I mean, all virtually the all of the countries that were right there along that sub-Saharan African line, you know, Chad, uh, Niger, uh, Sudan or Northern Sudan. I mean, all that area right in there. I mean, it was like it was like one by one by one by one. They were all having coup d'etats. And the, colonials, yeah, out. Yeah. Niger. Niger. So there, I, I've been to all that area, too. The, the, their French are not liked. Mm-hmm. They're not liked at all. And I, I was, I'm surprised it took this long. But, yeah, they, they kicked them out. America was like, let's back them like we did in Vietnam. <laughs> like, and, and, and they're like, no, you guys come in. We're going to beat your ass, too. So it's, uh, it's, it didn't happen. So America's in a, in a, well, the Nazis of America are in a bad position right now. They're losing everywhere. Well, the European Union is going to collapse. The euro is going to collapse. Yep. If, I mean, uh, over Ukraine, I've said it before, Russia, if they're smart, will make a peace deal with all of the individual nations of yeah. Europe. European, uh, you know, Luxembourg, let's make a deal. We won't invade you. You don't invade Russia and we'll live happily ever after. Uh, Finland, Sweden, uh, France, Belgium, all these European countries. There is no European Union. And I was born in Scotland with Scottish family. They despise the continental U- Europeans. Mm-hmm. Ah, they're a bunch of boy lovers. You know, th- there's a militancy. There's a tribalism in every European country. Nobody likes mm-hmm. the French, nor do they like the Germans. There's too much, you know, stoicism. But uh, you're going to see all of the European Union countries kind of slowly break off their detachment. And, uh, you know, the the thing that happened in 1933 in Germany was they said, OK, we're done with the debt. There's no more debt. We don't owe anybody any more money. Right. And McGregor had addressed this, and he said they mm-hmm. took off like a skyrocket after they did that. America could do the same thing. Okay, we're done with the debt, and we don't owe you any money. Now we're getting back. No labor laws, no child uh, you know, labor laws. If your kid wants to get out of this school and, and go to work at 12, 13, 14, like we used to do in America, so be it. Right. And uh, you know, all resetting our society according to conservative, biblical, natural Ten Commandment laws, uh, it, you know, getting government completely uh, isolated. I see a besiegement, if not a complete crumbling of the fall of Rome in Washington. Mm-hmm. The whole country would be resurrected 
you know, in this uh, uh, going away from the digital currency, but going back to a uh, uh, you know a, a pre a, a 1776 uh, mindset and uh, capacity, and we can. Governor of California, you know, I would do exactly that. Okay, anybody brings in illegal em- immigrants, they're getting shipped back or putting in jail, and you're getting the death penalty. Oh, and I'm weaponizing and deputizing every citizen, a man or a border. You know, and these are this is a time of war, and we have to respond in a warm mindset. You know, Scott, I, I want to echo what you just said, and and I have said m- multiple times that there is precedent for us as a country to come back in a rapid fashion, and it was set by 1930s Germany. Yes. That was it was set. He literally hit and. Hitler gave us the template for how to successfully do it. And when 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 he implemented that template, you know, that was when all of his problems really began. And it wasn't that he went after the Jews as much as it was the Jews went after him. Yes. It's and and I mean I mean if you go back and you look at the at the at the headlines Judea declares war on Germany. And what did they declare war on Germany for? Hitler kicked out all the communists out of the government. He kicked out all the communists out of the government. And then, and now the uh, the Jews of the world organized a, a boycott of German exports. So, I mean, who started that? Was it the Jews or was it the Germans? You know, and I mean, I mean, and then you talk about the Havara agreement. Hitler, you know, this is one thing that I have a very difficult time reconciling. And I, I, I'm not saying that I'm right or I'm wrong, but, you know, Hitler was the first major Western leader to implement animal cruelty laws. You know, you couldn't use animals for testing and drugs. You couldn't, you, you couldn't harm an animal. You know, it's hard for me to reconcile how somebody who has that mentality is going to also have the same mentality of, utterly annihilating a people by means of torture and and whatnot. I just have a very difficult time reconciling that. That doesn't mean I'm right. That just means that it's a difficult thing for me to like, I I have a hard time putting those two together in the well, same sentence. Let me, let me add one thing to you. Jim Fetzer wrote a great book on Auschwitz and all this. And little do people know, Auschwitz was not the extermination camp. You had a brothel there. You had a library mm-hmm. there. You had a dance hall there. You had a British rugby t- or a British soccer team there. The history has been totally rewritten by liars, and uh, you know the reality of of Hitler, World War II, and Germany and all that has been totally corrupted. Mm-hmm. So, it's a good documentary, Europa. Kenner O'Keefe yep. and I always talk about this. So, you know, there's a lot of propaganda that's been out there that I, I think is all kind of slowly falling away because of the internet. And as it falls away, the geo, the Jewish neocon Zionists are going to go mm-hmm. more hysterical which is only going to confirm to the more pacifist, conservative personality of the American, ah, they are liars. They are fanatics. They are warmongers. Look how they're, look how they're freaking out. Look at the Sebastian Gorka, who's mm-hmm. so calm and so erudite. But then when this happens, you're all cretin. Yeah, exactly. Okay, dude, you just you just shot yourself in the foot. A thousand percent. These, uh, uh, yeah, I want to share this too. This is this is something that uh, uh, I'm I'm going to share this here real quick here. Da, 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 da. Um, this was uh from uh, an 1879 letter. Oh yeah, I saw this. Yeah, good. 
The Jewish people as a whole will be its own Messiah. It will attain world domination by the dissolution of other races, by the abolition of frontiers, the annihilation of monarchy, and by the establishment of a world republic, which the Jews will everywhere exercise the privilege of citizenship. In this new world, the children of Israel will furnish all the leaders without encountering opposition. The governments of the different peoples forming the world republic will fall without difficulty into the hands of the Jews. It will then be possible for the Jewish rulers to abolish private property and everywhere to make use of the resources of the state. Thus, will the promise of the Talmud, not the Torah, not the Bible, the Talmud be fulfilled, in which it is said that when the messianic time has come, the Jews will have all the property of the whole world in their hands. Now, uh, you will own nothing and be happy, anybody? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we're seeing that now. And um, th this, is, this is such a great conversation. So uh, Karl Marx grew up in a Jewish family, so it, it is Jewish. It's all being exposed. So it's the same thing. The you know the people who write history were like, oh, he denounced it and he didn't like it and blah 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 blah. No, uh, Karl was a Jew, and so was Stalin. Stalin yeah, was yeah, a Georgian Jew. Ab yeah, yeah, uh, Ukrainian Jews. Uh, set, a lot of them settled in uh, New York. And they help fund the takeover of Russia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and actually, I went back and I, I the the uh, if you go back and you look, it was the Bolsheviks who, even though they hadn't come to power in uh, in in Russia at the time, they were still doing act actions in Russia prior to the nineteen seventeen um, what they call the revolution, which really wasn't a revolution at all. It was an, it was an invasion. Um, but as I understand it, they were the ones that the, their and the money that was behind them was the ones that was that that had uh, uh, in, inaugurated the event that led to you know the assassination of the Archduke Ferdinand that led to the war uh, that what that led to World War One, which was and if you listen to the it, it, I don't know if you guys have ever gone back and listened to the eighteenth the nineteen sixty one. A speech given by Benjamin Friedman at the Willard Hotel. He was on. He was in the um, the 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 uh, Woodrow Wilson cabinet, and he saw everything firsthand. And he talks about how the um, that 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 whole thing was designed really to cultivate, uh, uh, you know, the Balfour Declaration. Germany, Germany did. German, there was not one shot of anger fired on German soil in World War One. yet they lost the war? Really? They didn't give up not one shred of territory, and yet they lost the war? It does make that make sense to me. Yeah, so Ed, this just goes back a long time. So <clears throat> these Kazarian Jews have been exposed, you know, way back in uh, medieval times. Uh, mm -hmm. I was I was looking at uh, Edward the first, basically expelled all Jews from England because of their nefarious activity. They're even talking about back then, and we we we've heard and we've maybe discussed some of this that they were eating babies and drinking their blood. And that and I remember reading that many decades ago, going, "Wow, those guys really hated the Jews. They like made all that up." But now we're hearing that, 
it's like, wow, even even uh, Roseanne Barr last night talked about it. She's joking about it, of course, but she she threw that out there as well. You know, they're like, you know, eating babies and drinking their blood and, uh, you know, the Democrat Party, blah, blah, blah. It's like, whoa. <laughs> right. Well, you know, and this takes me back. I want to I want to readdress something that we talked about in terms of, uh, you know, the template for getting our country back fast. You know, good, good. I, I remember that Trump had come out. Um, Trump had come out, I and mean, this was just after DeSantis had, uh, you know, launched his campaign. And he says, "Well, well one of the reasons Cam uh, Santana, uh, 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 DeSantis, DeSantis, thank you, was saying, hey, vote for me, is because I can have eight full years of unimpeded, you know, and.'" And Trump's like, eight years? Who needs eight years? All I need is six months. Mm-hmm. And to me, you know, I, I, you know, I know that there's a lot of there's a lot of contention. There's a lot, of, a lot, a lot of people who question Trump and a lot of the things that he did during his administration. Um, I, I have an idea that Trump knew exactly what he was doing, and that there's he probably was operating with a little bit more information than we had. And thinking a little bit more of a, you know, on term in terms of a, of a, of a long play, um, and I, I I feel as though, I feel as though that he, everything that he did was calculated for effect. Even if it didn't, even if it wasn't something that you and I would have done with the information that we had, I think everything that he did was calculated for effect. And uh, and I I could be wrong, but. But I'm I'm trying to give him a little bit of benefit of the doubt here because you know you, you art of the deal, I mean that guy is a master at at, uh, at at getting you know stealing victory from the jaws of defeat. He's a master at doing that. And you know, let me just add one point though. He's in a he's in a life threatening situation now. This because is true. A judge, a judge can do anything they want. They have full discretion. And when a judge says, "I'm gagging you." You can only appeal it to the Supreme Court, but you're gagged until they render a decision. Uh, Mm. And then they could say, you violated the gag order. I'm putting you in jail. And then he is in jail. Unless there's a war, revolution, secret service, and patriots that rise up and burn the courthouse and kill the judge, he's thrown in jail. And that's where they can kill him. Mm. Uh, Ice bullet, uh, toxic uh, injection. A poison in the the you know the bologna sandwich they give him, uh, he's in jail, and uh, I I know how it goes. I've been there. I know how they operate. And he when I saw them doing this to him, I thought, you're either the dumbest son of a bitch, or you, you know this whole thing is, uh, you know I, I I can't I can't see any virtue in this position because uh, you know unless the judge in this whole thing is set up, but they they've got him in a position where they can assassinate him, and then you've triggered you know, the opportunity for, for revolution and rising up, even though they'll use mercenaries like they did on January 6th. They'll, they're happy to dress up a bunch of guys in MAGA hats and say, we're going to gain vengeance for Trump. Right. You know, that justifies Merrick Garland, the FBI, the ATF, the, the CIA to all, you know, act like uh, they're Nazi stormtroopers and, you know, or, or IDF and we're all Palestinians, you know, and, and um, I, again, Americans are ready for, for a civil war 
because they're tired of seeing their kids taught a bunch of bullshit from teachers. Well, maybe you're transgender. Maybe you're a girl. Maybe you're a boy. Maybe you can be both. Why don't you run in a girl's race to swim in a, swim in a, uh, you know, a girl's uh, swim meet? You know, these sort of things are what the average American is is swelling up to rise again. So this thing that Trump has done, and, and Trump, all this too, I'll say quickly and end it. Sidney Powell taking a plea deal. Uh, she's not going to get up there and just answer, you know, the, the, the prosecutor's going to answer anything. That prosecutor's going to sit her down and give her questions, and she'll have to answer exactly as she did in the deposition or else. And the judge will throw Sidney Powell in jail. This whole nonsense about testify and you're you're only going to get six years probation. No, the judge is going to say, I don't agree with you, prosecutor. Yes, I'll accept the deal, but I'm not going to give her six months probation or six years probation. I'm giving her six months. I'm giving her nine months or 12 months or 11 months, but she's going into jail. Right, hard time. I guarantee you they're going to do that. Right. Ooh. What's, well, what's your final words, Ron? Uh, well, I mean, I'm yeah, listen, I, I, I'm not going to I have absolute confidence that Scott knows what he's talking about. So, uh, you know, I mean, uh, those aren't words that I really enjoy hearing, but I mean, I, 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 I can't refute that. Hmm. Well, let me just say real quick. I know Sidney Powell. If it wasn't for me and, and Mike knows this, I know you, yeah. you too. Bob. I was the one who gave her and Joe Flynn all the information on Covington and Burling that were representing Mike Flynn and going to stab him in the back. Sidney Powell called me. And I gave her all the information on Covington. She went to the Department of Justice and said, I'm going to bring all this stuff up. And they said, we're done. We're dropping all charges. That's why Michael Flynn is free. Not because he could fight like a Flynn. He's a moron and an idiot and a bureaucrat in uniform. I was the one who set his ass free. And Sidney Powell knows it. And I'll tell you one thing. If they pick a fight with Trump or start stabbing on the back, I'm coming in like right at the Valkyrie and laying out all the stuff that I know about Sidney and Flynn and Byrne. I was there. And so was Pat Berge. And I won't go much more into what we've been talking about and doing, but make no mistake, all of this will come out and what they did to Trump uh, will be will be known. So they're, they're, they're not going to escape anything. Yeah, yeah, almost two years ago, you guys came out and just like laid it all out. It's- just dis- dis- destroyed Flynn. I can't. I can't see why he's still around. But you know, people are waking up in their own time. So that's he's, he's that's one of the things. Of, he's yep. behind a lot of the operations, Mike. He's behind. He's been behind the Clay Clark thing. That's why he didn't want me talking at the Clay Clark event. Clay Clark is a little faggot pussy because he said, "Oh, I don't want Scott Bennett there." And Clay Clark called me and said, "Oh, I, I can't have you come." And the same with Jeffrey Prather. And uh, I know these guys. I know Tony Schaefer, too. He's a dirtbag. Flynn, Schaefer, Prather, dirtbags and traitors and idiots. They're, they all ran around the 9-11 thing. Oh, it was real bullshit. So, you know. It, I know, really. People we've ever come across have been in the military. Some of the best people, too, but not these guys. So, you know, there's uh, they've been behind groups like American Media Periscope. As far as I'm concerned, a big Mossad operation, in my my opinion, trying to control really? the narrative. Oh, well, Trump had to give all these people ejections and work speed. Bullshit. That whole thing with the jab and the vaccine, it will turn out to be the greatest crime against humanity that we've seen in mm. about years. Yeah, that, and that's that's coming out now. You know, I, you know, I, I interviewed uh, Melissa McAtee, who was the, um, the 
the Pfizer whistleblower. And, you know, I, I took a little bit of a different stance with her because of my understanding of, of manufacturing and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I mean, off air, and I'm not saying this in a braggadocious way, but off air, she was like, you know, she's like, you, you, your interview of me was one of the best that I've, that anybody has ever done because you knew to ask the right questions. And one of the things that she alluded to was that there's no way in hell that they could have manufactured a vaccine in that short of amount of time. She said, she said, you know, for good manufacturing practices, what you have to do is, you know, you take all of the ingredients and you write down how much of this ingredient you used, because uh, you're actually making the, you're actually making the raw, you're making the, the, the formula right there based on raw ingredients. And what she said was, what they did was they sent in from some anonymous place, they sent in things that were already like pre-done and pre-mixed things that all they did was they were just an assembly line. They, they weren't Ukraine. What's that? They did it in Ukraine. Yeah. They was an assembly line. Everything that they had was just putting two pieces. It was like putting two or three pieces together of stuff that had already been created. It wasn't a, uh, they weren't actually making the, the, the vaccine here in the United States. All they were doing is they were assembling uh, two or three components that made that that made the uh, the vaccine. That was it. Yeah. So there, she said, "There's no way in hell that they could have manufactured the vaccine and the and the quantities that they did in that short of amount of time. There's just no way." Yeah. So it was already done. Awesome. Yeah. There's there's a lot of a lot of things are being revealed. And I think the Patriots are, we're right there. I think that we're going to basically see something this, this fall. I think that, uh, you know, we're going to have a, we're going to have some kind of good Christmas, but it's not like it's the end. It's not like, okay, we're done. Everything's, it's going to take years to clean these guys out. I mean, look, look how many, like we're talking all the way back to the 1200s. These guys have been like coming in and inserting themselves and doing crazy shit. So it, it's going to be, it's going to take a while to like root them all out, but it, it's coming. It's coming and it's the justice will uh, will come for them. And it's not going to be polite. It's not going to be gentle. No, it's going to be no. a drill sergeant coming in, you know, in a drill sergeant way, driving people out, driving them to their executions. Right. And you're going to see heads on pipes. You're going to see people hung, bubbled. You're going to have people shot. Mm -hmm. You're going to have all this stuff unleash. You know, from yeah. vax that forced vaccination of your children, and suddenly you discover your little boy is dead. Little girl is dead because of the vaccine, or they can't have children. Your wife and that all this stuff, all this stuff is going to be coming out, yep. and it's gonna it's gonna have an, a reaction of violence that we've never seen. Uh, you know, there's a yeah. there's a channel there's a channel that I follow on YouTube. Uh, uh, his, the gentleman goes by the name Two A, the number two, uh, Two Alpha Cops. Okay, so Two A Cops. Dot, uh, that's his, that's his channel on YouTube, and he is. Uh, you know, he, he, he's been talking about since he was active law, active duty law enforcement, uh, uh back into the nineties. And he said, look, he says, you know, we, they've been telling us for the last 30 years that they, there have been sleeper cells in the United States. So, and, and Hamas is involved in this. And, and so, so he said, the one thing that you guys need to be is you need to be armed at all times and you need to have a rifle in your vehicle. And you need to be able, and a, a, a handgun is going to allow you to get to your vehicle, to get to your rifle. You need to be 
ready at all times, no matter where you are. And I guarantee you this, I guarantee you this, if it doesn't matter where you are, it doesn't matter what, what draconian law and what, what draconian laws are there. If you are going to be an active participant in defending your country, then you know what? I mean, there's, you know, I mean, do what you will, but there's going to be needs. There's probably going to be a need for, for us to disobey certain things that are on the books in order for us to survive. That's why I brought up the Japanese internment. It was unconstitutional. That means it should never have happened. It had no power of law. When they do this thing with the COVID-19 vaccine and forcing people, trying to force people in the future, oh, there's a COVID-20, you know, there's some new pig virus or something like that. You need to go to camp number seven. No, it's unconstitutional. And if you try and enforce it, I will arrest you as a citizen's arrest. And I may kill you with lethal force if you resist my citizen's arrest mm -hmm. in defense of my rights. You, there's a case back in 1907, I think it was, some American Indian resisted arrest and killed the cop trying to arrest him. And they said, no, it was a justified defensive killing because the cop had no rights to arrest uh, this, this person. That's what we're facing. And I predict a lot of these cops are going to be stupid and on the wrong side. Or, I'm just uh, obeying orders. you got to come with me. No, you're going to be dead. And instead of that, a mercy that I'm warning you. And some people aren't just going to warn them. It's going to be open season. If cops, and I don't like saying it, but if if cops think they can, they can treat Americans like IDF treats Palestinians, you've got a big shot coming. Amen to that. They're going to put up with it. And yeah. they have no problem. Uh, killing a t uh, d d a destroyers of their rights. We took an oath in the military to preserve and protect the Constitution against uh, all enemies, foreign and domestic. The domestic enemies are cops or judges or ATF or FBI or any agency or any personnel that tries to put a gun in your head and come into your house or come into your car or take your gun away or take you to camp number seven to get a vaccine or, or anything else. Those are domestic enemies. So the citizen's arrest is a powerful instrument and uh, the, the court case that ruled, no, you can't put a person in jail because they're Japanese. You can't put a Trump supporter in jail because they're, they're a Trump supporter. Mm -hmm. and the other thing is, the Supreme Court also ruled you can't put a needle into someone's skin or take breath out of their lungs if they don't want it. That's right. My case, that same logic, the Supreme Court said it is the integrity of the human body which is at stake here. And the state cannot mandate drawing of blood they can't put a needle into you and that same logic applies although they've never never heard a case and argued it this way but that applies to no man or woman should can ever be forced to get a, a needle stuck into them so it's the misinterpretation of, of law that if if cops and people start you know doing oh because we're it's 9-11 oh we're all we all have to make sacrifices you know like Schwarzenegger you know, screw your freedoms, right? Mm. When you want to say, no, I'm not getting an mRNA shot. Screw your freedom. That hostility, that violence, that venom, where is your mask? That's going to come again. And when they come, that's when I think patriots aren't going to, they're, they're not going to have a conversation. They're just going to start punching like Rocky Balboa until that enemy is put down and not getting up. Like you said, the hibernating bear, when that mm. wakes up, it's going to be like, the scene from The Revenant when Leonardo DiCaprio is getting tore up and shredded by the grizzly bear. Mm -hmm. That's going to be the liberal Democrat, Leonardo DiCaprio, and we're the grizzly bear. <laughs>
All right. All right, gents. This awesome conversation. Scott, where can people uh, find you and uh, your your promo? Go to uh, destroy-cancer.com. That's our new anti-cancer uh, supplement that we're selling, which is working wonders for people with any kind of cancer, skin cancer and stuff. I also got my links and my videos up there. So destroy-cancer.com. And you've got our uh, sites, globalfreedomtv.com uh, and shellgamewhistleblower.com. Nice. Sweet. And Ryan, Untold Histories, Rumble? Un- untold History, uh, um, my channel on Rumble's Untold History. And uh, and then, you know, one of the, one, another thing that I've been doing uh, is, you know, I, I, my Detoxacream, detoxacream.com. It's a, uh, it's a product that, uh, that, that helps remove heavy metals, but it also, uh, according to uh, Karen Kingston, you know, she's the one who found the, the and, and the patent that, uh, you know, whether, whether you've had the vaccine or not, if you have, uh, if you've been exposed to hydrogel, the uh, the hydrogel, some of that nasty stuff, and the EDTA neutralizes the hydrogel. And and oh. I I offer a product, uh, an EDTA topical, that uh, the you know that you can apply as as a lotion, like almost on a daily basis. Like it's just, uh, you can just use it as as a supplement to your uh, instead of using lotion, you can use this. It's a it's just like a moisturizing cream, but it's EDTA rich, and that will help neutralize. Uh, some of the, you know, some of the hydrogel that is some of the nasty, nasty stuff that's out there in the, uh, uh, you know, it just in the ether and, and you don't have to be vaccinated to have the presence of hydrogel in the body. It's, it's, it, it, it is something that is, it's in our food supply. It's, uh, it's in shedding and whatnot. So, and that's at detoxacream.com. So, right. Awesome. Awesome. Gents, uh, great products and, uh, great websites and, shows and so forth you guys are amazing uh thanks for coming on and uh look forward to uh having you guys on in the future oh i may thank you for making this happen uh sincerely appreciate it and uh good to see you scott as always good to be with you brother very good indeed all right all right everybody thanks a lot and we'll see you guys next time look forward to it guys thanks so much thank you so much for listening to unleashing intuition secrets the podcast until next time Stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality.